We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Tom and Anthony. And we are three gentlemen who have made bad life choices and ended up Titans fans. Welcome to episode four. Gents, how you doing? Yeah, doing good. Thanks, yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, big weekend of footy. A little bit disappointing, but um, good to get into it, I guess. Blow the cobwebs off and, um, you know, lots to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to talk about, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, and two two games now every week. Well, for the for the next sort of month or so. Anyway, we get a couple of games every week now with the women's as well. So yeah, it's a it's a long long Saturday or Sunday um, whenever we play now, and yeah, can't complain. The more footy, the better. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you get up to much of the weekend? No, no, not not too much. Uh, sort of, yeah. Watch the footy on the Sunday, Arvo. Um, probably spent the last the, the next hour or two after the game um, explaining to the misses what had gone wrong with the with the refereeing. Um, <laughs> Everything. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't have much to say back, but um, yeah, good on her for listening. So, um, but yeah, no. Other than that, uh, just just chilling up. Finally, got a whole week of sunshine pretty much so yeah it's been a getting into the mowing and bloody grass growing like crazy with all the weather Uh, it's going bananas now yep how about you tommy Uh, pretty quiet just watching a football doing a bit more study uh just helping a couple of neighbors with some um work from tornadoes we have last year as it's still Still a bit of damage around the place, so that was my weekend. But yeah, it's yeah, I can't wait to talk about the games tonight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, been we've been battling the internet for the last three or four three days, so we might as well uh, we'll get stuck into it. <laughs> yeah, it's Twitter's been uh been rocking since Sunday. So what's new, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, I'm I'm sort of getting a bit more into Reddit lately, and Jesus, mate. Highly recommend. I right, look at it, 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 it's it, it's a lot. It's a bit more based than what it, what Twitter is, but mate, the, the pylons happen like a lot more savagely than than Twitter. So um, you, you be be warned. Right. That's <laughs> I've, been, I've been on a few threads. I've been downvoted into oblivion on a few things. So, but anyway, that's a call to help to our Titans fans listening. Go. Go help Maddie out on uh, on Twitter, on Reddit. Sorry, go go give him some support. Yeah, uh, well, it's a make believe place anyway, so it doesn't matter. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, onto the news. There wasn't really a lot of news um, coming into this week. Thankfully, um, Jaden Campbell escaped any sort of um, punishment or um, scrutiny over his his legitimate tackle. Um, on Russell, um, and and you know what I thought he I thought he did enough to save the try, but no, that's good to see. Unfortunate for Russell, he um, suffered some broken ribs and punctured lungs, so that's pretty brutal. Um, poor kid, he was on fire. Um, and and Tasman Gray, unfortunately, will miss the remainder of the NRL home and away season after pleading guilty to a crusher tackle. The edge forward was referred to face the judiciary by the NRL Match Review Committee committee on Monday after being placed on report and subsequently sin-binned in the 14th minute of Sunday's Round 3 match against Parramatta. At the hearing held on Tuesday night, she was found guilty of a Grade 2 crusher and received two-week suspension, ruling her out for the Titans' Round 4 clash against the Broncos and Round 5 matchup against Newcastle. She will be eligible for selection to play in the NRL semi-finals should the Titans qualify. 
Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. It was a pretty average tackle. I remember watching that live and there was pretty much no doubt. Yeah. About yeah. It. Yeah, no, sadly, yeah, as you said, as soon as it happened, it was um sort of a red flag that something was gonna come of it um later down the track. So um oh it's it's a bit of a loss. She she's she was solid for us in the in the back row. Um, especially in that Roosters game, I remember she was she was carving them up. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a, gonna be a big loss. Um, but yeah, it's just as we said with the with the men's side as well. It's we've got to sort of come up with this next next man or next woman up mentality, and someone's just gonna have to jump into her place and yeah, prove they deserve to be there, I guess. And yeah, um, yeah, and with with Jaden Campbell, I. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's it's a shame for Russell. Like you said, he he looked good, um, uh, and you know, I th- but I think it was it was a legal tackle, knees wise. I think the the rule is you can't lead with the knees, and I, I know it was a split second, but uh, he he did make contact with the arm first. Yeah, and, um, and he wasn't like, uh, yeah, I, I, like, tell me shocked. I agree with Brave and Asa, like. It's what what he what he like he he's going in hard. He's trying to make the tackle. He's not trying to knee the guy out. He was trying to get there. He's trying to get his body low as possible, and yeah. it just you know he's, he weighs he weighs what forty kilos ring of wet, and he's just come in at full speed. You know. That's right. Thankfully, it wasn't um, Dave Fafita or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, might have been a <laughs> another story. It was, it, but, um, yeah, that's, if, it the, that's if it was the baby cows come charging over, the business story would have snapped him in half. The the cows are about forty kilos each, so yeah, that would have been big trouble uh, for for Russell. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that that's right. It's it no surprise, sort of without disrespect, well, a little bit of disrespect for the journalists, as you said, Anasta he played the game, and Benji and James Graham actually agreed later on as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Paul the, only, the only people that disagreed yeah. with it are Paul Kent and fucking Buzz and, and all the dickheads that have never never laced the boot. That's right. Yeah. That they're sort of saying, "Oh, don't make a tackle at all." Or that's, you know, that's a bit of a loser mentality to to not even attempt yeah. anything. Um, and like I said, it was a sp- split second. It was. It's not like he intentionally went out to break his ribs and puncture his lung and. Judging off the no. rule book, he yeah, in my eyes, he didn't do anything wrong. My, my obviously Titans eyes, but yeah, by the rule book as well. Yeah, you boys pretty much covered it, you know. And I hope, I hope Russell does make a, you know, hassle-free and quick recovery because you know he, he is he looked genuinely good on the weekends, and it's just it's one of those things you just you can't control what happens there. You know, Jaden's going in for the tackle, like you said, you know. And it just it just resulted in what it resulted in, and you know, it's just yeah. one of those footy things. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Accident. Just just because someone got hurt doesn't mean that someone has to get penalised. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Accidents unfortunately happen in um in footy. It's it's a high contact, and like you said, a lot of things are a split second, whether it's head highs or or dive diving tries to the corner post. It's all. A second or two can make the difference. So, yeah. maybe just drink some more fucking milk and your bones will be stronger. Recaps. Starting off with the ladies um, going down twenty-four to fourteen against Parramatta at Combank Stadium. Um, Fourteen points, uh, twenty-four points to the Eels. Uh, Studden, Church, Curtin, Vetty Welsh, and Pio with tries. Studden with one from five. Shocker. Uh, Titans tries come uh, Hancock, uh, Munsell and Brill, and one from three for Brayley Natty. Um, I thought it was a really good game. I thought the Titans are in it for quite a long time. Um, Vetty Welsh, I thought, just turned the game, and she was just electric towards the end there, and she she had spiders on her. She couldn't get touched. She wasn't couldn't get touched. Was, um, lot of lot of a few errors on the Titans. I think a bit of fatigue too. I think to um, go through the, the sin binning and, and, and whatnot. But I know there was a lot to like there. Was, I thought it was quite enjoyable. I thought um, Destiny Brill was just an animal. Oh, yep, yep. No, I agree. She, Destiny Brill, she's um, 
yeah, as Tommy said, I remember in week one, he said uh, the comment, and I think I repeat it every week, but it's so true. She just brings so much energy through the middle of the field, um, whether she's at hooker or lock or or whatever whatever she plays, really. Um, but yeah, just just looking at the stats, she had uh, eleven tackle breaks. That's that's crazy stuff, and over a hundred meters. So um, yeah. yeah, and I think sorry, did she scored a try as well? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah she scored. Yeah. Yep, yep. So um, yeah, no, she's she's absolute talent. Um, yeah, she sort of sort of reminds me. I don't know if I'm. Yeah, over exaggerating, but she sort of reminds me of like the Brendan Smith, the cheese of of women's footy. She yeah. sort of has that has that bigger <laughs> bigger build, stockier build, but she she's just an animal, and she's so still so quick and um yeah, she's so glad she's uh, got a Titans jersey on. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, um, we didn't play awful, but. It was just a class of Fertie Walsh at the end there. It's just you can see why she's regarded as one of the best players in a women's game. And uh, you know, it's just she she capitalized on the fatigue that we were showing. And um and yeah, just that last 10 minutes, you know, we just looked we just didn't look like what you know we we are and we're just you know making mistakes and uh just dropping off and ultimately Parramatta, you know, punished us for all bad and uh, got on with the job, but there is science here that we can be a premiership team. Like I'm, I'm willing to say that because we, well, we went down to twelve players and ended up leading ten eight, I think, at one point. Um, yeah. And yeah, we, you know, that there, there is a side here that has the potential to win the premiership, and I'll stand by that. But, but it's just that sort of discipline in it in the crucial parts of the game. Because again, we could have won it with that game, just like the St. George game, but you know, we dropped off and made some errors that we shouldn't have. And um and, and like you said, Matt, I think just a sim binning obviously, you know, took a lot of gas out of the ladies at the end there. And um and yeah, it was just there are positives, there are negatives, but overall, you know, I'm not too, like, stressed. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, we can take it to Brisbane this week, which we'll get onto a bit later on. But, um, but yeah, and I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, Polite, you know, was sensational again. Like, she just yep. controls that fullback spot for us. As you said, Anthony, this Destiny Brill, you know, uh, just absolute monster on the field and you know um hopefully we can lock her up before the next um few years with the um other teams coming in i think it's going to be four new teams by 24 which is really exciting for the game yep yeah um so hopefully she's one of those players that we can lock up and uh make sure no one gets their hands on but um but yeah look overall you know there are positives there are negatives but you know, it was a good game all round, and um, the the only real controversial thing that happened was the uh, siren went off. I think like eight minutes early in the first yeah, half. That, and, oh, what a debacle! Yeah, that, yeah. that cost them the cost them the two points or something. Like, cause they they got a penalty goal straight yeah, away, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yeah cause oh. yeah, cause what happened was you know we got a we got a penalty and then, um, Brittany, uh, I can't pronounce the surname. Um, the captain for us. Um, but yeah, she took a, a tap, apparently kicked out in the full. Um, yeah. I thought it was just a normal not kick for penalty, but then it was, yeah, just, uh, I, I don't know. It was just, it, it kind of, uh, look, accidents happen. Yeah, accidents do happen. And, you know, I'm not going to hold anyone against that. It's just, it, it just kind of sucked that, you know, I don't know. If you could, if they could have gone back to the penalty for us and let, you know, bit of the confusion die down, but you know, it is what it is, and you know, like like I said, we lost by ten points. If we had lost by two, I'd be a bit more upset about it. But you know, we lost by two, um, ten points, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and you know make too much of it. You know, it's just 
just wasn't a good thing that happened during a game, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, it, it definitely as you said, you can't can't blame it for the loss. Um, but yeah, it's it's always funny in rugby league. There's a lot of these times where you think, I don't know why common sense can't be sort of brought in. Where okay, let's just go back to the the penalty. Let's just go back to the start and play it again. I don't think either side would be too disappointed when when a mistake like that happens. So. Oh, it makes you scratch your head how they sort of just can't reverse it. But, um, yeah, as you said, not not to blame. We we made 14 errors and you know, a 56% completion rate that was. So, um, and, and I also looked at our kicking game. We kicked for 199 metres. The Eels kicked for over 400. So probably our kicking game has, has got to be a lot better as well. Um, I think it, it's pretty similar with other other games as well. Had a quick look at we we've sort of seemed to always be struggling a bit with kicking downfield. So hopefully they can sort that out anyway. Try and debut for Haley J. Munsell. Uh, good on you. Good little try too. Nice little wingers try dive over in the corner. So well done there. Certainly Jenny Young too. I think eighteen or nineteen years old. Yeah. Uh, on to the men's, uh, the Titans going down to Parramatta, 32-28 to 28 in a very good first-round game at uh, Combank Stadium. Um, 32 points to Parramatta. Russell with a first-half hat-trick. Sean Lane, apparently, and Wagga Blake with tries. Uh, Moses, three from five and three from three. Filthy penalties. Um, to the tries to the Titans, Sami with a double, Kelly with a double, and Aaron Clark with a great try. Um, Toby Sexton, four from five, and zero penalty goals. Fellas, all right, <laughs> give me your hot takes. Not much to talk about, is there? <laughs> uh, it was a very calm, collect game, no controversy at all. <laughs> uh, Sounds about right. Just... Oh. No, it's, um, well, I think the biggest takeaway from this is is the game was in the bag until the the Eels illegally um, targeted Jaden Campbell's legs and twisted him back. Um, you know, damaging potentially career injury, career ending injury. Um, it's just disgusting, really, from the Eels. Yeah. I can't believe they've done that. And, you know, he's in doubt this week too. It's just uh, the fact that that has not even been brought up at the judiciary. Is, I'm gone yeah. back. How do you not get a charge for that? Is that's reckless. I know it mightn't have been intended. Mate, it's not even been talked about. Like, <laughs> do your own research. Yeah. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, no, I uh, had para fans running at us all week. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, obviously you look at the Holbrook interview, he was, he was completely right. Um, you know, in a, in a game of footy, there's always going to be 50 50 calls. You, you'll never have a perfectly officiated game so um but yeah you generally expect if there's sort of 10 50 50 calls it it's going to be sort of five go one way five go the other way or or at least close to that so um obviously we we got our our you know questionable decisions the the sexton first try try assist where he may have floated forward um but yeah you you look that at pass, the, like, yeah. it, it, that 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 was marginal. Like it, it floated maybe a meter forward. Yeah. Whereas that 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 last Russell try, there was like two, two three meters. It was thrown forward. Yeah, like, and, and the the touch judge. That's what I couldn't believe. That that last Russell try where the um, big unfortunate incident happened. Um, the the touch judge actually was screaming forward, forward, forward. <laughs> And yeah. somehow Atkins overrules him um, and just, yeah, or totally misses it. Um, and yet that, that's sort of been ignored in all of the Campbell, Campbell controversy. If it was called forward to begin with, there's probably no attempt by Campbell and Russell probably gets caught in his tracks a little bit. But um, yeah. yeah, no, there was, and it was sort of the, the, the crunch time, the last 10, 15 minutes, there was the... the uh, captain's challenges, the the strip call, the Eels got successful where 
we got it unsuccessful for the exact same thing down the other end. And um, yeah, then the, the, the play the ball on the foot. So there, yeah, there was just, it was the last four points by the Eels penalty goals that it couldn't have come at a more costly time. Yeah, I mean the the yeah the the Paddy Herbert kick out for the for the extra two points that was you know, whatever that was. I mean, <laughs> you, you wouldn't see awesome. a worse drop goal uh, drop out in, in in the history of dropouts. <laughs> but but that the, the one that gets me the most is the is the 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 play the ball like man that nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand that is an incorrect play the ball like Liu has dragged his foot away from the ruck. Stone has stepped forward and put the ball directly on top. Of it. It was, he didn't even try. Like, there's onus on the yep. player playing the ball to play the ball correctly. Yep. Like, there's plenty, there's, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a meter square of green, grassy fucking field that he could have put the ball down, but he plants it straight on his foot. Yep. And it's, and it's like, yeah, nah, you, uh, that's like, that was, the, that was the one. That was the one that was like, that to me was that was it. That sealed it. Like, and and don't get me wrong. Like the Titans, you know, we just scored the we scored the try at the start. We go back down. We're down in their end again. Um, Will Smith goes for a bit of a run, gets caught, and then gets tangled up with Moses and goes to push him off and drops the ball stone cold. Like, yeah. mate, mate, like it's just like that. That point there changed the game. And then Mo had an absolute fucking shocker in the, in the second half. Like, he dropped the ball twice at crucial moments, passed the ball to them at one stage, passed the ball to Marnie, and then and another one on his 30 or 40, like, just stone dropped the ball. Like, I know he hasn't had a trial game, so he had a bit of fatigue, but come on, man. Like, it's just, yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, that's it. And look, like, <laughs> The, the thing is, yes, we did, like, besides the penalty goals, yes, we did save, like, 26 points and a half, which is it, it, never good for any side. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, full ref blame the, the loss on that because, you know, 30, you know, 26 points and one half is diabolical, but just it just frustrates me when you have certain calls that, like we've said, nine times out of ten would go a certain way, but this one game, it just didn't go a particular way. And I, I think that's what, you know, what I got from the whole Justin Holbrook interview was, you know, like I said, you know, Parramatta challenged and that Aaron Clark had stripped the ball and they got it. Um, and, then, yeah, we challenged for the same thing. And it's a sort of thing like if Aaron Clarks was a strip, well, then the Parramatta players was a strip. And I think yeah. that's what Holbrook was more so talking about rather than just saying, oh, you know, everything should be, you know, oh, you get one, you get one. I think that's what he was more so saying about like you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you're claiming that this player has stripped four, so why is it different this time, you know? Exactly. Um, you know, and it's just, and like I said, the, for me as well, the, um, ball and the foot play the ball that really rolled me up and I was like what the hell is going on here like this this is not you know like you said Matt you know nine times out of ten that gets called as a less play the ball the one time it you know gets called as a penalty you know yeah. it happens to be something that isn't obviously a penalty like yeah and in a crucial time in a, in a, in a game like if that's, if that's like 10 minutes in, it, it doesn't matter. But it's like, you know, boys are defending well. They were under siege and, you know, they're doing everything they could. You know, they didn't – full credit to the Titans. Like they, they didn't let in a try for 50 minutes, the best part of 50 minutes. Like, yeah, they, they, let in, they let in fucking five tries or whatever it was in, in the space of 30 minutes and then didn't let a try in for the next 50. Like, hats oh, yeah. off to the boys for that. Like, yeah, well no. done. But they they just kept getting butt raped from the from the from the bunker. Like, yeah, yeah. No. It just seemed, yeah, it just seemed to just. Uh, I remember laughing when they challenged the uh, the play the ball one, and uh, I just thought, nah, nah, it won't happen. And 
then you hear the sort of the bunker talking over the top. It's, it's going to be successful. You just is this bloody real life? It, just, it can't be happening. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, it was um, even with all the refereeing controversy, the, there were positives. I thought Sexton, he was just so classy for his sort of first game leading the team around. He, he kicked for 380 metres. He, he set up a try and um, he, he just looked to not be bothered by the pressure. So um, it looked it, it looked like he had a lot of time out there. Like he just yeah, he had to look like he had the ball in his hands for a long time. Every time he touched it, it just he's got a very mature little head on him. Like it's it's, it's quite impressive and you know hyperbole aside, like round one, like it's it's just it was a really impressive um, uh, display. I thought maybe at the start there's a little bit of jitters. He, his little grubber behind goal wasn't all that great, but. Once he once he settled into the game, I thought he really took charge, and I, I thought our, like the uh, just our plays, our ball, like our, our ball movement, sides like lateral ball movement was just amazing, and and that goes to show the direction that that Toby's had. Like when when Dave made that break down the right hand side, instantly, like the very next play, they're lined up like in perfect position to to, yeah. to spread it left and. And it was like a, a nine-person spread spread to the left. You know, there was two forwards, Toby, Will Smith, like the lot. Everyone was involved. Even the KP had a shot. And, like, you, that just speaks volumes as, one, they've been well-drilled. And, two, they've got a good leadership going on and they, they, they know they know their role. So, just stuff like that is, is, is good to pick up on. And I was very impressed with that. Like, I, normally Titans in the last couple of years – They'd spread it. Someone would take a hit up, you know, like they'd take a settler after a long break, you know, and then we'd be then we'd be fluffing around in the fluffing around in the in the in the attacking zone for three tackles, trying to oh, what do we do now? But then then they just went for the throat straight away, and it was and it paid off. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely promising. That's it. Everyone sort of just just fell in the line, as you said, and got into position um, like the good sides do. So if we can keep that yeah. up, and um, yeah, right, because especially when you get a bit of momentum behind you after a Fafita break, you need to take advantage. Um, Absolutely. I, I thought, yeah, no, agreed. I thought that was, that was one of the ones that stuck, stuck, uh, stuck out to me as well. It was um, very promising. So it just goes to show it's the connection the team sort of has as well. Yeah, I was very impressed with the, like the, the, the three, three or four tries out on the left there. I was just very impressed with the way they, the, the, sorry, in the first half, the three tries in the first half, the, the way they spread the ball, I was just so impressed with that that lateral movement. Um, it's just, it was just really good. We we we've we've struggled um, over the years. Uh, we've struggled over the years with with that sort of stuff and with, with backline movements, and no, it was great to see. Yeah, it's just on the ball. Um, lateral movement. When I was watching it, it really gave me a feel of the the 2010 Titans. You know, where you have you know Prince, Rogers, Campbell. Uh, you know, you had a friend from the dummy half off the Prince. You know, usually off to one of the props of Bailey or um, you know Brad Myers. You know, and then it'll get off to Rogers or Campbell, and then um, you know Dave Mead or Kevin Gordon. What score on a corner? Like that's what it really gave me a feel of in that, in that like ball movement, and that is a massive step. And like I said, Matt, we haven't had that for a few years. You know, it's always been oh shit, we just get to the other end of the field and see what happens. But the fact that we saw that, and you know, saw Toby sort of dictating what was going on for for a guy that's only played what five games now. Yeah. That was sensational, and it really shows you what the belief in the squad, the belief in the coach, and it's it's just really exciting stuff. And I think what we saw just from ball movement, if that keeps developing and over the year, like we might be, well, like I'm not going to say anything too rash, but we might, you know, I I think we can be a genuine, just a solid top eight contender this year. Which oh, for sure. 
which we already are, but makes it more definite, especially with Toby playing well. And yeah, yeah. I was just just really just just brought a big smile to my face, really saying that. So yeah, there was there was a the, I think it was the, the third, the second or the third try, um, and it was a, a, another right to left movement, and it finished with Will Smith. Um, Giving it, giving a ball out to, to like there was there was a two on two on one three on one basically, and either one could have scored. But he gave it out to Brian Kelly who was unmarked and just gapped them. But the the way that that backline movement was developing, like there were so many decoy runners and and guys hitting lines and and just ball balls passed at the right time, just the timing and and the direction and. And just the the skill set that they applied in round one without even having a trial game pretty much together was it was like chef's kiss like that was just it was delicious to watch and I'm looking forward to many many more of those this year. Yeah, no, that's right. I agreed. I think it shows they worked hard over the break. Obviously, we missed that trial as as we've covered the second trial, but. Uh, yeah, I think obviously they've been working hard at training and the attack is looking. Is looking pretty slick. It um, that I was sort of panicking a little bit in that first 10, 15 minutes. It, it seemed like it was going to be one of those days that uh, us Titans fans are sort of uh, we know well. <laughs> um, so, but you know the 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 try off the crossbar where it bounced off the post for Para and and Russell. Oh, yeah, and, mate! How oh, fucking bullshit is that? Oh, I haven't seen it. Seven, seven left. <laughs> yep. That, 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 hit, that hit a metre up the post. Like, he wasn't aiming for that. That's like, he's just dead set, clobbered that ball. Yep. You're never going to get a luckier try. No. Right. No, no. Yeah. It, and then, uh, yeah, they get, just. When, when that happened, I was like, oh, here we go. Yep. Yep. We all had flashbacks. <laughs> but we all had uh, PTSD. <laughs> Well, yeah. Hello, um, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> that, that can be, uh, yeah, that can be the story oftentimes for us. So we thought, oh, here we go. It's going to end up being 40 nil or something, Bank West slaughter. But I think yeah. we, we clawed back and actually went on top early in the second half. It, it's uh, really promising signs. You need to do that as a top sort of team. So, yeah. Um, I think. They just need to learn how to go on with it. And it's just those little drop balls. Um, <clears throat> you know, the good sides hold on to the ball and they just keep keep the ball down that end. Once you start giving them a field position, you give them a bit of belief. Like, you know, Moses is good enough to keep the ball down that end. So, as I said, as I said at the start, I think <clears throat> a bit of fatigue for not having, having a trial game probably um, played its part, possibly. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's just it was proud. Got to be proud of the way they fought back, proud of the the way they attacked, and proud of that defense, defensive effort in the second half. Even though they they let in the six points, it's you know through through penalties. But you know, there's there's a lot more positives. Will Smith, I thought, was really really good um, as well. You know, I don't think he got he got spoken about much at all. I thought he was really good. I, I was really impressed. Yep. I thought Dave was good. A lot of people are just, man, like if Dave doesn't get 100 line breaks and, and four tries, everyone just shits on him. Like he had 122 metres, four tackle breaks, one line break, like uh, I think like three or four offloads, like and, and 30 odd tackles. Like I don't yeah. know. He's not, he's not going to be a destroyer every single game. Like, like that's a solid effort, man. Like, I don't get it. I don't. I just don't get the hate he gets. Like, yeah, people just expect him to just win the entire game on his own because he's on the, on the big bucks, and you know it, it. That that's what it comes down to. People just expect him just to do everything himself because he's on one point one, and you know ridiculous. that's not. Yeah, it is, and like I love David. I you know I I love what he brings to his side and. You know, it just—I—I I don't know. I just—I just think that's it. People just say in one week, you know, dominate a side, go, oh shit, you know, that's that's really good. And then, and the next week, he doesn't score and have a hat trick, and it's like, oh, he's overrated. Oh, he's not doing this. It's not doing that. And I'm like, as much as we want him to do that every week, it's not 
it's not physically possible. No. Over and and I, I think the thing is as well, we're not gonna. I, feel, I can't remember who brought it up, but it was a stat last year where it was like, you know, games where David scored a try, we won so many games. Games where David didn't score a try, we lost so many games. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's another thing as well. People got to realize this year, year is. We're trying to stay clear of that. Oh, just pass it to David. Like it's under under twelves, and just expecting to do something. And you know, like I said, the fact that you know, he, the fact that you know Brian Kelly and Sami both got tries and Aaron Clark at his, it showed that we're not just going to rely on David to get the work done. You know, he's going to be exactly. able to come in at you know, hopefully, you know, it, when the game's a bit more even, you know, he could come in. You know, sort of crucial times, he won't be as fatigued as he would be last year, and we'll be able to exploit those gaps more. We'll be able to get through those gaps easier, and that'll come along during the season, and that'll work perfectly with whoever's on that side. You know, whether it's um, you know Marzu, Herbert, Corey Thompson, Philip Sami, you know Sexton, AJ Campbell. Like, it's going to be beneficial for us as well long term, not just. The first couple of weeks, and I feel like that's what not, that's what people aren't saying. It is that side of it. So yeah, no, I totally agree. You um, notice a little. Uh, it didn't it didn't come off, but it was good to see a little combo forming with Dave and, and JC, the little outside inside, like um, you know, the Kevin Proctor back to Billy Slater sort of esque Melbourne esque. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they they read it well, but like it's good to see like you know they're trying that sort of stuff and. You know, maybe maybe against maybe against a lesser side or or a little bit later in the game when they've got them on the ropes, it, it, it comes off. But it's it's good. I'd like to, you know I'd like that's a, I think that's a lethal combination having those two together. So agreed. For sure. Yep. There's another another sort of weapon, as you said, to to pull out in a game when when yeah things are we're on top, we've got momentum, and um, yeah maybe as we said we'll get onto it later, but maybe this week. Um, Dave will Dave will be marking up uh, against either Ash Taylor or um, Harris Tavita, I think. So it's yeah, yeah. We'll get onto that obviously later in our previews, but um, yeah, it it you got to give yourself options as a side, and I I agree with you boys. I, I remember bringing up in in our first podcast, um, Tavita. I just don't get the hate. He he led the entire NRL in tackle bus. Last year, he scored about 17 tries or something crazy like that. So, yeah, uh, it, it, that's, that's and he was and he started the year injured. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the issue. It's you sort of set this. You, you score a hat trick or he, he scores a double, and it's like people expect that to happen every week, and that that's yeah. just not how it happens. There's not a forward in the NRL that can can do that every week, or even they can't even do it one week. Some of them so. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm but, glad he's a Titan. That's all I can say. Absolutely. Sure. Like, I mean, Jason Talmalolo's on a million dollars a year, and like he's not, he's not like you know, Jason Talmalolo does Jason Talmalolo things, but he's not, he's not out there winning games for him. You know, scoring hat tricks and getting tackle buffs, and you know, he does his, he does his front row forward thing, but he doesn't get that. He doesn't get the hate. Like if he if he doesn't get if he doesn't get his three hundred meters and thing, they're like, oh well, it's just a down game. Yeah. But if David Feeder doesn't get three tries. It's like, oh, what an absolute dud. Yeah. Yep. No, and this is this is something. I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that is the the Titans bias too. Everyone just just likes to shit on the Titans. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then, you know that that's definitely part of the part of the um, the hate too. So whatever. Yep. Yeah. It's it's like that, and I, I think it, like I keep saying, I think it just boils down to if if Fafita was a five hundred k, he does not get the hate that he gets. Period. The stats that yeah. he has produced, people would be saying, "Oh, Titans have an absolute steal," you know, they've got an absolute bargain. But because he's on that million, you know, if he doesn't score this many tries, doesn't run for this many meters a game, it's just uh, I, I don't know. Oh, it's just it's it's frustrating to see because yeah. he's he's only twenty one or twenty two, you know, still has room to grow and 
Like, he can't, like, yes, he obviously needs to do a bit more for the average forward, but like I said, he can't be the only guy who does it. Like, it's, you've got 17 players on the day. It's not him versus the other 17. It's 17 on 17. And, you know, if he gets a hatch with one weight, fantastic. If he doesn't, as long as he's making those meters, you know, and getting that one or two tackle breaks or, you know, just putting in a defensive, defensively solid effort, you know, I'm more than happy with that. Like, Totally. Yeah. Know, just... yeah. No, that, that's completely right. And, um, and most weeks he does nine out of 10 weeks. He, he averages, you know, over the 120, 130 meters and, and he yeah. makes the nearly 10 tackle bus. But um, yeah, that's what, so I was I having a discussion with with me mates over the weekend, and that's what they were sort of saying. Oh, oh, why doesn't he be more like Tino or or Mo? Um, but play, people have got to realise too that rugby league players not just because you're a forward doesn't mean all forwards are the same. And that's what I sort of yeah. was, was had to explain is like there, there are your workhorses like Tino and Liu and and Mo. They they're the yeah. ones who just get through the the shitty work and roll their sleeves up and then Dave's sort of a, you, you want to save him for the right time. He's the dynamic, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you don't want him to do if the... You want, if you want him to bust his legs, you know, and, and do 10 meaningless, or not meaningless, but you want him to, to tire himself out, like throwing himself at the line on his try line. Yeah. Like, or do you want him to be fresh so that when you're, when you're at the 40, when you're at the ad line, you can throw him at, at, the, at the tired forwards and halves, like... Man, just fucking relax. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. I thought Aaron was really good, solid. Um, My boy. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah, boy, yeah. I, I'd like proud. to see him run a bit more. But uh, I thought he was pretty good. Um, I, Tana, I didn't really notice Tana when he was on. So, um, yeah, I can't sort of say too much there. But, I, I, you know, I, I thought across the board, across the park, there wasn't too much. Marju... Had a bit of a lapse in defence. That right side was a bit yuck, but you know it didn't really show much. But there wasn't a much. There wasn't much to, to do out there. I, I thought everyone really played played well. Like Toby even got a Dally M point. Um, yeah, Campbell no. looked threatening as always, and just, yeah. just you know as as just a lot of positives to take out of it. Like. You got to be like even like, disappointed with the loss, but happy with the with the effort. And um, yeah, looking forward to the next week. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Previews. First of all, uh, the the NRLW game, the Titans versus the Broncos, for our very first and only home game of the year at Seabus Super Stadium, twelve fifty p.m. Get down there, support the girls. It's uh, the prelude doubleheader before the Titans take on the the men's take on the Warriors team. Um, <clears throat> Titans are going to line up with uh, Polite, Brown, Peters, uh, Rastrand, Smith, Munsell, Griffin, and Brayley Natty in the backs. In the forwards, we got Clark, Brayley Natty, Hancock, Canfield, Power, and Brill, Hale, Ellison, Clark, and Natapuna. In the bench, guys, Broncos undefeated. Titans pretty much need to win this game, or they need to at least win one of the next two to have any chance, don't they? So, big test. Yeah, yeah, it will. And like, like the the optimistic side of me is saying that there is enough talent and potential in the free guys we've played to say that we can cause an upset. But I mean, Broncos are the Broncos, and they ju- they will just punish you if you make mistakes. And if we make the same mistakes as we did against Parramatta, it's gonna be over before you can blink. Like, and when you've got like when you look at their forward pack, especially the props, when you got Millie Boyle and Chelsea, um, Leonard Doozy, um, just running for the guts of you, like it's like. Clark and Hancock have a big task on our hands with those girls. And, you know, breaking sure we all know how good she is. Tamika, or Tamika Upton isn't playing, actually, this week, I don't think. 
which is a you know shame for the Broncos, but you know it's quite good for us. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean it's still a very quality side, and um, our edge our edge defense, if they're not careful, same thing. It's just going to get exploited. And look, the way I say it is basically we're going to win a tight one, or Brisbane are just going to win a whitewash, like. You know, I yeah. just I don't see it any other way, unfortunately. But like I've said, you know, there's there's enough. In, I've seen enough in a side to say that we can get the win. We've just got to be more disciplined. We've just got to be smarter. You know, not let the Broncos get their way with everything. You know, we've got to go from the first whistle to the very last whistle. Um, and obviously, Tasman Gray is a loss because you know she. You know, it has been so good for us, but, you know, it means, um, you know, Power and Canfield have to lift their games now. And, um, and yeah, that's that's how I feel, really. Yep. Yep. No, it's a, it's a scary opposition this week. Um, as you said, undefeated and they, they just, they punish you. As you said, Tom, when you make a mistake or you're a bit short on one edge or not thinking straight, they'll just capitalized straight away so yeah the girls are gonna have to be on their a game um pick pick their act up on uh, as we've talked about some of the areas the the kicking game and um the edge defense um as you said tom has been pretty shaky pretty much all season but especially the last probably two weeks um so it's gonna need to be fixed up um so yeah, it's 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 a tough challenge, but these are the games you you got to sort of at least compete pretty hard on, or or hopefully steal an upset win. And as long as they put in full effort, uh, it's it's always a chance. Yeah, uh, it's a good test. Good to see where they're at. You know, this is it. So um, yeah, good luck, girls, and um, get down there, guys. Remember, it's uh, twenty dollars for every ticket bought. At CBUS goes towards the flood relief um, charities and and um, roadshow village roadshow are gonna go um, match it. So if you're on the coast and you got nothing to do, hopefully it's a nice sunny beautiful day on the on the Goldie and get down there and support the girls and the guys. And speaking of the guys, the Titans men's team are taking on the Warriors at 3 p.m. at CBUS Super Stadium. Pretty much unchanged side from last. Last week, just the one change, uh, Alexander Brimson comes in for Will Smith, who moves to the bench, and Tana Boyd slots into the reserve grade. Um, there's a little bit of doubt on on Greg and, and Jaden, so hopefully they pull through. I can't sort of can't go through this again, all cloak and daggers all week, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they pull through, especially Jaden after after that vicious attack from the Eels. Um, but yeah, good to see um, revenge game for Ash Taylor lining up. He's returned to see us. Oh. Who would have thought? Two games in, here he is. But um, let's see. It's, you know, I, I hope he does well. Not well, not that well. But I also hope David Fafita steamrolls him as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the both worlds. <laughs> yeah. uh. We don't we know how well he defends on an edge, so we, you know, never know. That's right. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's um. Yeah. Wasn't sure if he was going to get named or uh. But that. Yeah. Obviously, Nikarima drops back to the reserves. So, um. Yeah. With, without any disrespect, sort of to our Warriors friends, it's um. I think it's a very winnable game. It's a must-win, really. This one. Um. That they looked looked pretty ordinary last week against the Dragons. Um. Where where I thought they were actually going to steal the win, but. Um, their yeah, their 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 attack and they sort of just fell to bits at the end there. So, um, yeah, this is this is the trial that never happened, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think it's a it's a must win game. We've we've really got to get this one. We've got a tough sort of draw. Uh, the next next month, I think from round six onwards, it's round six to about round ten. It's some top top teams we're playing there. So the, these are the sort of games that you don't win possibly the, the top eight later in the year, it's going to cost you. So, um, yeah, I think we just got to improve on on some things. As we said, that right-hand defence, it's, 
little bit disgusting it was with um, Herbert and, and Greggy Marju. So hopefully they, they work out a bit of communication and um, get, get that right this week. And I think also we touched on Dave earlier, but uh, I think just learning to use our, our back rowers a little bit better. Um, Dave thankfully sort of created an opportunity himself, but I think Toby sort of, just has to give him a bit more quality ball um, as, as good yeah. as maybe was. Um, and then also our, our main man um, and boners, boner alert, uh, his main man, Bo Thermal. Um, we got to give him some more ball. He's, he's too dangerous to only, I think had about 30 meters last week. He didn't get much ball at all. So. Um, yeah. He just, they restricted him. Yeah. I think, They'll be better for the run after last week, for sure. I, I think, like, if they don't put forty points on the on the Warriors this week, like, you know, that, that that's forty. There's a forty point score right for the picking. Yeah, agreed. I'll, I'll be very disappointed if, like, you know, okay, maybe not forty, but if they don't get thirties or above, like, it's going to be it's it's almost a fail. But, but you know, when we come in and win twelve eight, I'll I'll be happy too. So. <laughs> A win. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I think. Yeah, coming into this game, it's one of those games that, you know, like you said, Anthony, that could determine if we make the eight or not later in the year. And I mean, I keep going back to round twenty-five last year, where we had to beat Warriors to make the eight, and we did incredibly well. Like that's the sort of mentality we need every week to an extent now is like that, you know, this game will count no matter where it, you know, if we make the eight, it won't matter where we finish, you know, this game will count. And, you know, like the Warriors have got Reese Walsh back, you know, um, Taylor in the halves, as we touched on, Harris defeater at six, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a hard one because we all know the Warriors are, you know, our bogey side and there's been times when we should have beaten them and they've come out and just dismantled us. But if Sean Johnson was playing in this game, I would be a lot more worried. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, because <laughs> we all know Sean, yeah. Sean Johnson against the Titans, he just turns into the best half in the game. So. Oh, he just turns into Wally Lewis times Andrew Johns. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's just... And, and Simon Mennering, he used to be the same. It was Simon Mennering and Sean Johnson was like Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe oh, Bryant for us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, ultimately, if we go off last week's game, you know, the they 50 minutes where we defended really well, but, um, you know, and we, we, when we attacked and scored the tries like this, this should be a comfortable win for us. No disrespect yeah. to the Warriors because, as you know, we all know that any game, you know, can be won by either side, and that's the case. But on paper, on what we saw last week, realistically, we should be winning this game by a good margin. And, um, you know, it shouldn't really be a tight contest for a lot of it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I mean, we might we might be on NRL Twit next week, um, <laughs> but at, like I said, you know, we, we should be running this game. Um, hopefully, what we saw last week will transition into this week, and we just got. And I hope the message is that don't get complacent. You know, play each week as it's, you know, a serious game of football, and um, and hopefully. Like we said, you know, for feeder and for more, can get some more quality ball. Um, hopefully, Mo can bounce back this week. Um, and I just want to see Toby and AJ just, you know, do their thing. You know, I don't, I don't expect him to do fucking Benji Marshall flip passes in this game. I just want him to go out there, put up a solid 80 minute performance, show what we've done and get the win and really impress, you know, in, in all areas. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much how I'm feeling in this game. Yeah, looking forward to seeing AJ run out, hopefully. Um, can just see how him and Toby play together. And, yeah, it's just... Um, uh, look, you, you know, 
screw the Warriors. Like any any team that's got Matt Lodge, Aiden Fanua, Blake, and now they're going to bring in Dylan Walker. Like screw them. They don't deserve anything. Yep. Anthony, Twitter questions. Yep. Best time of the week. Uh, getting some uh, tweets from our our valued viewers out there. Um, so yeah, we seem to be getting more every every week. So um, love yeah, love it. Keep sending them in, but we'll uh, jump straight in here to the first one. Um, so we've got uh, a question from at CF Celtics. Do you boys believe the Titans have had it tough with officiating for the past couple of years? Uh, I suppose leading into yeah. Justin Holbrook's <laughs> interview we spoke about. Absolutely. Um, it's not just the Titans too. Like I'm not going to say yes. It's just us. The, the, all the lower, lesser clubs, and we're not. It, Holbrook's not the first person to raise this either. I can't remember who it was. It might have been, might have been Desi Hazel when he was coaching the doggies or something. I, I can't remember. But 100%, the the referees go in with a preconceived idea of how the game's going to play out, and then they referee it accordingly. Like it's just it's human nature. Yep, no, I, I agree. It's, um, yeah, I'm, and I think also, too, um, being a club sort of outside of the big Sydney clubs as well, it's it's always a disadvantage. And I might sound like a, a bit of a conspiracy nut, but uh, it just seems that way, you know, the, the, the media, the journos, they're all sort of talking up Parramatta for, for premiership hopes. So um, we saw it last year a little bit with Penrith, um, shout out to our, our big cat podcast. Is it big cat cat chat? Something like yeah. that. the Penrith cat chat. That's it. Uh, shout out to them guys. But yeah, you sort of you can see straight away who the media and everyone else is sort of backing for the year. So yeah, I think uh, like you said, all of the smaller clubs sort of get dudded a little bit with the calls. But um, yeah, just we just got to somehow find a way to get past them. And until we start winning games and get taken seriously, it, yeah, it might continue, unfortunately. So it's, yeah, it's up to us to turn it around, hopefully. That's it. But um, I've, got, I've got nothing else to add to that. You both nailed it. Yep, beautiful. All right. Um, yeah, so we'll move on to uh, question number two. Um, and it says... Do you guys worry about our defence already after having five tries scored against us in round one? Or should we not be worried that the Eels are expected to be top four? That's from at GC Titan fan. I'm 50-50 on this. I think obviously scoring, uh, conceding five tries, especially in one half, can be very concerning um, for any side. But I, I think the two things I'll say is, I, yeah, Parramatta is a top four uh, contender, so you know they're expected to put points on. And two, after the thirty-third minute, we didn't concede enough tries. So the defensive game is there for us, and especially with, with you know the the penalties that Eels did get in the end, and um, the amount of ball they did have for now, and you know around that sixtieth minute, I would say the fact that we were able to hold our line. Um, scramble really well. Um, you know, Marzu really did well at the end of the game with his scrambling defense. Um, it's yeah, it's it's one of those things. But you know, in five rounds time, um, we might be saying something different. But I'm not too concerned. But we can't, we cannot do that continuously against top sides because it will get to a point where we won't be able to force our way back into a game. Like if we can see five tries in the first half an hour against the Panthers, no, nah, nah, that's game. Like Panthers are a completely different side. And, um, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I feel on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm the same, Adam. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not concerned, but, you know, there's, if we're scoring 28 points a game, as long as we can hold them to 26 points a game, fine. Um, but, yeah, it's as you said, mate, the, the, the 50 minutes to hold them trialless and, and we're under the pump the whole time and 
Titans, even last year, would have let in a try at some stage there. And I know they had a couple of tries disallowed, but like they still didn't score a try. It's it's you got to take you can only take the positives out of that. And the first first ten or twenty minutes when when they were getting they were getting the, their doors blown in, like it was a bit concerning. But they got they just got settled into the game and. You know, I think it'll be good now coming up against the Warriors. They can have a good dig and come home. And and you know they've they've got they're playing at home. They've got they've got some some minutes under the, under the in their legs. And we'll see. This will be the test. Like if they can hold the Warriors out for for a while, and you know, too early to tell whether to be concerned or not. But at the same time, you can't. Like I'm not terribly concerned. No, that's right. I, I agree with both of you boys. It's yeah, you don't you don't want to concede that many points at any time. But I think the fact that Eels did the exact same thing, um, it was obviously just one of those afternoons. And I, I think both sides sort of worked out that the the right hand edges um, for, for both Para and us. Um, there there was obviously weaknesses there, so I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's as much to worry, especially the second half. I think our goal line defence, we we were defending for, uh, I'm not sure on the exact statistic, but we would have been defending for at least about 60 or 70% of that half. Like yeah. Uh, all, the, all the penalties and the captain's challenges and this and that. Um, so I think for us to hold our composure and, and not concede a try in the second half was, was really pleasing. Um, so... Yeah, too too early to panic, but as you said, if the Warriors are scoring 15, 20 points in that margin plus, uh, it, it would be a real concern with how, how sort of people are predicting the Warriors to do that to a potential bottom four side wouldn't wouldn't be good at all. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Um, our good mate uh, at Trent War, and I, I hope I've said that last name right, mate, um, he says, why is Toby Sexton the most deserving Dally M winner of 2022? <laughs> I, th- I think that's an important question, boys. Oh, for sure. Uh, why Why is he the most deserving? Yeah, why? Yep. Give well, us because he's going to get the most points. He's going to get the most Dally M points ever recorded in history. I mean, duh. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can he, can he get 90 points? Is that possible? I think he will. Yeah, I think... I think that they might even go into overtime. Do they include finals as well? Grand final, he might might set a record. They just give him. Sure, you get Dalian points. Get Dalian points for for Origin too, when he inevitably leads Queensland to a three 0 victory. So. Yeah, Tommy will love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, it's um, oh, I think it's just good to have you know the club sort of backed him. And, and a lot in the media went, what the hell are you giving a kid five-year deals? They never work. And it, it may still end up that way, but he definitely started his, his first game in charge. He, he started with a bang. So, um, yeah, hopefully he continues to grow and get better and better, but it's a good start anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, our final one. Um We'll go to uh, from at the Steve S eighty nine. Yeah, you might need to get a pen out for this, boys, or if you got a good memory, uh, quickly rate these Titans wingers from worst to best. So worst to best: uh, Kevin Gordon, Philip Sami, David Mead, Anthony Don, Matthew Peterson, Jordan Atkins, Shannon Walker, and Daniel Vito. Oh. Uh, I have there. Go again. Gordon, Sami, Don, Mead. Yep, Peterson, Atkins, Aitkins, sorry, Walker, and Vito. Um, So while you boys sort of have a think, I've got them in front of me. I'll I'll lead the way. Give you a bit of time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll go. uh, I'll go worst. Uh, Shannon Walker. I think he was. He was probably mainly a fullback for us, and he didn't really didn't really play too long for us. He disappeared into the darkness. Um, then I'll go uh, Matthew Peterson again. Didn't play too long for us. Uh, then Daniel Vito, Jordan Aitkins. Uh, if I'm thinking correctly, he's the he scored four on debut. That's uh, 
Yeah, that's him. That's a great moment. So yeah. I'll give that four a debut and then disappeared into thin air. Yeah, again, another one that just finished. Um, <laughs> then I'll go, uh, as much as I love the Don, I'll go the Don, then, oh, then Philip Sami, then Kevin Gordon and David Mead for number one spot, best Titans winger. Yeah, I think oh, you've pretty sweet. much nailed it. I'm still going through my list at the moment. <laughs> I'd be, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd sort of be, uh, yeah, sort of Peterson, Aikens, Walker, Vito. I just, I'm just trying to remember the, the Daniel Vito era. <laughs> Isn't he wrestling <laughs> now? He's a W. Yeah. It was he like some fucking Samoan wrestler or some shit. He is. Uh, he's Samoan ghost, I think. I think that might be it. <laughs> I need to look this up now. He was a bit I of mean, a ghost he's, on he's, the wing at times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go through, like the, the top, the top four, like it's kind of hard. You got to put David Mead on top. I'm going to put Gordon a little bit lower down because he's just turned into an absolute cook unit lately. Oh, yeah. On the socials. I can't. <laughs> so I've probably got Gordon, Gordon fourth out of that. And then Sami, then Don. So going from fourth to first, um, Gordon, Don, Sami. No, sorry, Sami, Don, me. Yep. Yeah. Um, for me, I've gone with uh, Shannon Walker. Like, as you said, Anthony's he was a fullback most of the time, and he never really just got anywhere, um, which was a shame. I got Vito uh, Peterson, who had a very—I remember him—he he had a very good first year with us, and then went off to Super League, I think. Um, then Atkins solid because of his debut four tries. Um, I've gone with Sami at four. Um, Gordon at third, Don at second, and then, I mean, Dave made, you know, as much as I love Don made, he was just a different sort of player. And, um, you know, I think every Titans fan still wishes he was here, so to an extent. But, yeah, that's yep. my sort of list. Yep. No, agreed. I think um, undisputed Davey Mead on top. So, um, but, yeah, no, um, that'll do for the questions this week, but keep sending them in and, yeah. Um, yeah, love love the feedback, love the questions to discuss, so keep them coming. Now they're back in business for time. All right, fellas, you got anything else to say for, for this week? No, no. Uh, just, yeah, just go hard, boys and girls, on the weekends, and hopefully we can get a um, win on both so we have something more positive to talk about next week. Yeah, let's bring home some dubs. Big dubs. <clears throat> yeah, let's go. Baby. All right, that'll. Oops. <laughs> okay, that'll pretty much do us. Um, episode four. Thank you for listening in. You can interact with us on Twitter at Bad Life Titans. Uh, you can interact with me at Hammers H four M M E R Z. Tom at Jetzo da, uh, underscore ten and Anthony at GC underscore Anthony. Don't forget to uh, follow our good friend at The Biggest Tiger and at Sports Best Friends. Thank you very much. Episode four, Let's Go Titans. We can get it this week. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you in a week. Cheers, boys. Thanks very much. Thanks, boys. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember... Social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people.